This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Once again, I want to remind you to mark your calendar for Thursday, March 12th for the Father Matters 4th Annual Court and Custody Conference. Visit fathermatters.org for more information. We are going to continue from last week with Chris Garner, who is the Director of Fortified Marriages. We're going to do part two this week, and this series is called A Man and His Woman. So without further ado, Jeremy, let's just continue from there, my friend. So effective communication. It's communicating in such a way that the message sent was correctly understood. That's huge. We think, okay, I've said my my words. You need to understand it. But you know what? My wife and I, we speak different languages sometimes. Have... And they're both English, but sometimes I think, you know, the whole men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing, um, more true than not. And one morning, we work out, out of the home. We're full-time ministry. We, we work together 24-7. And one morning, we were not communicating. We were like this. And this day was not going in the right way, like this morning wasn't. And there was tension. We weren't, anything I said was not, she wasn't hearing what I said. I wasn't hearing what she, she said. We were both defensive. And finally, we're passing by each other. And I grabbed her and said, stop. You know what? I love you. I'm sorry I haven't communicated well this morning. Let's start over and do this thing right. And you know what? We started connecting. But I had to make that effort to say, I, we're going to change the way we're communicating. I need, we need to work together to make sure the message we send is the message that was heard. And if she doesn't hear or the other person doesn't hear it, reword it. Say it in a different way. Sometimes we think, well, if I say it louder, they will get it. A couple I counseled this weekend or this past week, the husband says she doesn't listen into, uh, to me until I'm yelling at her. I'm going, and, and that works for you? And he goes, yeah, it works for me. And I said, does that work for you to the wife? She goes, it doesn't work for me. It rips me apart. He's not, he's, he thinks louder works. It doesn't. We have to change the way we communicate. It's a matter of feeling heard and understood. And again, it's working together. We have to, both of us, the communicator, the communicatee, need to feel heard and understood. There's connection and communication should go hand in hand. We have... 
It's about connecting with each other. It's about being able to stand together. Think of our, our theme today, Black Hawk Down. If those men were not standing together, they were all going to die. They had to stand together. There had to be a connection. There had to be communication. They had to communicate in a way that was understood and heard. And because they had worked together, they had trained together, then there was that connection. There was that communication. And so we need to train together. We need to work together with spouses, kids, coworkers, whomever, so we can communicate effectively. And I like this um, from, um, I'm going to draw a blank, dang it. That's the pits getting old. I have an eight-year-old grandchild, a great-granddaughter. I'm an old guy. Um, Drawing a blank. He said, everyone communicates. Few connect. We, we We speak words. And we have this mass of words, but are we connecting with anybody? Are we, are we, is there change in our lives? We have to have that connection. And, and we have to go deeper. So where do we start with this? How do we change this? It's with a, with a right attitude. We, we have to have a right attitude. Vince... Vance, I'm sorry, Vance started us off in prayer this morning as the leadership, the people working together. And he said, you know, no big eyes, but big U's. And and he said it three times. And I think that was for me (laughs) because we've got to get the I out of it. We, We tend to think that... Everything's about me. The husband that I was counseling this week. You know, if I just yell at her, then she finally gets it. It's all, life is about him. It's not about his wife. He doesn't understand. I couldn't get through to him that he's squashing his wife. His words are killing her because of the way he's communicating to her. And so, because it was about him. He had to get his message across, and doing it loudly was going to do that. We have to understand our differences and work together. We have to understand that we're different. And so, if we go in with an attitude that whether Vance and I are communicating or my wife Carmen and I are communicating, my children, we're all different people. We have different personalities. We have different upbringing. Even my kids, you know, they're 45, 40. uh, Stephen will be 40 this year. Michael's 33, going 34. Um, they have their own personalities. They have their own way of communicating. I have to understand that they're all different. And that's the start of it is saying, okay, we're different. How are we going to connect? And then we have to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience from Colossians 3.12. 
And that verse starts off, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, in Christ, that's who we are. We have to start there. We have to start there. That's who I am. Now I want to clothe myself. I want to put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It's it's a matter of attitude. It's a matter of choosing to put this on every single day, saying, okay, we're not communicating. What do I need to change rather than what do you need to change? What does it boil down to? Humility. Guys, that's where it's at. We, we have to be humble. It's, it's not all about me. If I want to communicate, I need to communicate to that person where they're coming from. What, it's what Jesus did. He met the people where they were at. The Samaritan woman, um, the Jews, the Samaritans, anybody, the Romans, anybody he connect, came in contact with, he communicated in a way that they would hear it, that they would understand. Not spewing his stuff and saying, you just need to understand. And if you don't understand, figure it out. But isn't that what we tend to do? It starts with humility, starts with compassion, caring about the other person. What is, what is the greatest commandment? What did Jesus say? It all boils down to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. And if we're doing that, we're loving God, we're loving others. That's the basis for effective communication. Because if we're doing that, how can we be prideful? How can we say, well, you just need to understand me? And I used to do that to my wife. You know, it's like, you know, I'm communicating. Everybody else hears me. Why don't you hear me? Well, she's different. She's, her brain's wired different. And so I need to communicate differently so that she can, she can hear me. So it starts with listening, too. Listening is huge. James 1.19 says, My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak. But what do we tend to be? Quick to speak. Just as we saw in our video clip, they were anxious to say what they were wanted to say. They're talking over each other. They're, just, they're not listening to each other. Yet the Bible gives us, I mean, it's amazing how the Bible is the basis for everything we learn in school. I went and got a marriage and family therapy degree. It's basically all in the Bible. You know, there, some guy says, well, I dreamed up all this listening skills. It says, be quick to listen, slow to speak. That's where it comes from. Proverbs 18.13 says, to answer before listening, that is folly and shame. So what do we tend to do? 
we blurt out what we want to, uh, want to say. We're thinking about how we're going to answer them rather than listening, truly hearing what the other person's saying. I'm on a quest to squash the myth that women can multitask. Um, and I actually have research to back it up. So if you want that research, I'll, let me know and I'll get it to you. But how, how many times you've seen a, a woman talking to a, her friend and the, the child standing at her pant leg or her skirt and yanking on the skirt, mom, 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 mom. We, d- we don't multitask. But I used to think I could multitask. Women can't multitask. I used to think I'd multitask. So I would sit at my computer, and my wife would come into the office and want to talk to me, and it's like, okay, talk to me. And I'm working away thinking that I'm listening to her. And then she would say, okay, what did I ask you? And I couldn't answer. And she busted me and busted me and busted me and finally said, you know what, I need you to listen to me. And so now we have a pact. She will come into the office, and she will say, do you have a couple of minutes? And I'll say, no, I don't. Can I have five minutes, and I'll, I'll, I'll stop. And, or I'll say, yes, I do have a couple of minutes. If it's an emergency, she'll say it's an emergency. But we will schedule a time where she can talk, either right there, or if I'm, trying to, I'm in the middle of something, I'll finish that, and then she, I'll say, call her back into the office, and I will turn to her and give her my attention. Because I'm not listening. Does anyone think they can really multitask, listen to someone? And I mean, what, the argument I get, well, I can chew gum and walk at the same time, that's not multitasking. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's not multitasking. In taking two, doing two activities that require your brain to engage, that would be multitasking. And we can't do it. IBM can't do it. Apple can't do it. They just really fast can go between two different things. We don't go really fast between two different things. We go slow between two different things. So when someone's talking to us, we need to listen. Watch this. I like the Chinese character for to listen. It's made up of different pieces. The ear... You, the eyes, undivided attention, and the heart. All those pieces fit the character for to listen. And that's what it takes. What we talked about, the heart. I have to have a heart of humility and want to connect, want to communicate with somebody. I have to give them my undivided attention. Give them my eyes. It's about the other person. My wife is trying to communicate with me. So I want to give her my attention, give her my eyes, look at her. And then give her my ear too. And so it is a great example of what it truly means to listen. Does that make sense? Are you guys willing to do that, to listen, truly listen to somebody when they're communicating to you? Good for you. We, that's where it starts. We have got to give our ear, not just our ear, but our eyes, our heart, our attention to someone when, when they're com- trying to communicate. 
We have, um, in our marriage manual, we have 20 points of keeping your uh, communication effective. I'm going to give you 10 of them up here, but if you guys come by our table, we have all 20 on a piece of paper like this, and we will give those to you, and, and you actually can download this from our website too and, and print them off um, and, and pass them out. But there are 20 things that we can do to help keep our communication effective. Uh, one of them is, when possible, prepare the setting before a disagreement. If we have to communicate something seriously, we need to set that, that setting, prepare the setting. When my wife comes into the office and says, you know, she's got a crisis, she wants to communicate about something seriously, if I'm trying, if I'm trying to get something done, one of us has to stop. Either she needs to wait a moment or I need to stop and turn around and give her my attention so that the setting is right, that we can communicate. The second one is to use I statements, not you statements. This is huge. What happens if someone comes up and says, you um, cut me off in the parking lot? What are we going to do? We're going to get defensive. The hands, are, the hands may not go up, but the, the shield's going to go up. And so if, we, if I come up to... I'll, I'll use Vance. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims. And today we're listening to a live recording of Chris Garner from the Father Matters Black Hawk Down. We'll hear more from Chris and we'll be back after this. Hi, this is Vance Sims, host of the Father Matters Show. Would you consider partnering with us? Father Matters is a nonprofit ministry that's listener-supported and relies on donations and grants. All funds raised go directly to Father Matters mentoring programs for families, which means that your donation will help important projects that service children and families. For more information about partnering with us, log on to fathermatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. Together, let's build stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And we're back. We were listening to a live recording by Chris Garner, it was at the Father Matters Black Hawk Down last summer. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. If you did not listen to part one of Chris Gardner, who is the director of Fortified Marriages, I want you to go back to Blog Talk Radio SoundCloud or the Father Matters Show and listen to part one. Chris and Carmen, they are the directors of Fortified Marriages. Their website is fortifiedmarriages.com. Okay, Jeremy, it hit me, my friend. How did it hit you? It, I love when Chris speaks, I must say. like The communication is so important. Not only, like I tell everybody around here in the radio station, like how important it is. Those little things, if you miss the commu- if you miscommunicate those, it can throw everything out of balance. Man, what I love is the part where he says, you know, basically 
Stop doing what you're doing. Pay attention to your wife. Like, you know, uh, Jeremy, I'm doing the radio show. We do the Tribune. We do workshops, speaking engagements. And sometimes I've got that. Okay, what is it? What does he want to tell me? Tell me. Like, I put her in that that cycle. And it's like, I need to realize she's not in that cycle. That is my wife. It's time to take that pause. Really communicate with her. Really listen to what she wants to say. And you know what? She might be telling you something, but there's other things behind it that you might have to find that out too. And you really, you have to start with stopping everything, like you said, and really listening. And brother, what I'm really guilty about is like trying to, when Chris said, you know, try to respond before she's finished talking. It's like, I want to just answer it. And I needed to realize, just let her say what she's saying. I mean, I'm really guilty of that. I get in trouble with that same way. She uh, she tells me too, like uh, Jeremy, you don't have to solve this problem. And like you, I'll jump in. Oh, I I, I I can solve this. She's like, no, I don't. I don't want you to solve this. You just your job is just to listen and let me talk, let me vent, let me find my own way. But I just need somebody to have a sympathetic ear. Absolutely. This was part two of a man and his woman. Part one and part two. You can get it. Uh, website, uh, fathermatters.org, SoundCloud, uh, blog talk. But I really would love, Jeremy, what I would love to see and hear is that men email us and say, hey, I downloaded both tracks and I got a couple of guys together, man, to just listen to part one and part two. We've got to listen to this stuff and we've got to listen, hear it from other men. Sometimes some of the stuff Chris is saying in both part one and part two, my wife said to me two or three times, but you know what? It sounds different when I hear it from Chris. It's true. It's different when you hear it in a different voice. You hear it from a different person. And like you said, you do. You have to take that time, take that pause, and really listen, and then start from there. And then that's the only way. I mean, that's your best friend. You know, that's the person that's closest to you. You definitely need to take your time with her. Yeah, and what I love about that, you said that's the person close to you. Sometimes I'm guilty. I'm putting my business all out. But sometimes, since my wife is the closest, I will let my tongue say things to her that I wouldn't even say to you, my engineer, or to, to a friend. You know what I mean? I wouldn't wait a minute. I wouldn't have said that remark to Jeremy. Or that. Why did I say it to my wife? Totally. Because you get that comfortability. You're yeah. very comfortable. You know, she loves you. You love her. So you can do that. But no one wants to hear some of that stuff. So it's you do. Like you said, you got to check yourself sometimes. And yeah. you're like, nope, this is not my buddy. This is not this. This is uh, one thing, you know, always like I know a lot of friends, uh, a wife told me it's like when when uh when my wife, you know, my friends tease her, it's because they like her. They, she's part of the gang. But it's different when I can't really do that. We're, we have a different relationship. We're not buddies. That's We're right. husband and wife. That's right, my friend. And that's why I know people is like probably getting their pins out to listen to the 20. But you know what? I want you to get all those 20 questions and what Chris was touching on. Go to fortifiedmarriages.com and look for their tools. They got some powerful, powerful stuff. You know, my wife and I, two years ago, went through a relationship class with Chris and Carmen, and our relationship has just been awesome. And as a husband and wife, we still have our ups and downs. Don't get it wrong. I mean, I'm still my crazy self, but we've built a friendship with Chris and Carmen. We've been out to dinner together. We've been to their home. I want people to use these as tools. How important is it for people, if something's offered for you to help you, use it. Use it. It's right there for you. You know what I mean? It's there. It's plain. And you just got to take that moment, realize what's going on, take a breath, and then let's begin again. That's all we need to do. And I just want my listeners, you guys out there listening right now, don't allow people or other things to divide what you got going on. You're going to have issues. We all have issues. And But utilize tools like this. Listen to things like this. Tune in to things like this. Please, please, please. Uh, go to fortifiedmarriages.com. You know, they will help you out.
And then, yeah, like you said, and you know, the perfect marriage is going to have some ups and downs. There is, if you think somebody has it 100% perfect, it's not true. Every marriage yeah. has a little something with it. Yeah. And this may be a good weekend. Look, this was, we're closing out with February. It was Valentine month. This is why we did the whole two part series with Chris and, you know, my wife and I kicked off the month of February uh, talking about chapters from our book. But don't do this alone. Email us at uh, info at fathermatters.org. Go to Father Matters website. Go to fortifiedmarriages.com. And I want to thank you for listening to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. It's been great doing these two uh, seasons of sessions with you. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless. <laughs>